Okay. All right, we're on. We're on. We're on. Hello. Welcome. Hello. We're, f- we're still here. We're still here. Welcome to Report Back. Hi. Hi. I have a quick... You've just reminded me of something. Oh, okay. Because I realized... So you said to me... I went, I'm, I'm going to have a wee. And you said, don't fall in. I did. <laughs> and I said, that's a genuine risk with Grandma Jean. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you know this story. Lay it on me. <laughs> this was a... This might be a source of intergenerational trauma. One time, oh, you know those drop yeah. loos on the side of a road? I, I know them. I'm a small child. I'm traveling with grandma and granddad. Oh, shit. Grandma needs to wee. <laughs> We've pulled over. It's a drop loo. Yeah, okay. We've established in a previous podcast that my grandma's like prone to anxiety, depression, and she also was a bit agoraphobic. Yeah. Drop loos are not good for the best of us. Yeah, even the, those... Those of us who are strong, we don't like it. Those boot. Bu- anyway, so it's it's a drop loo. Okay. It's like the outside is corrugated. Grandma goes, goes to the loo. Mm-hmm. Doesn't come out. No. She calls for help. Okay. And she's locked the door. She's calling for help. Uh-oh. She's fallen in. No, she didn't. She has. She's fallen in. In the actual... Lo- so what she's done is she's like, she's fallen down it because the seat's too wide, but then got wedged. So she's like <laughs> folded up in it. No way. Cannot get herself out. And so granddad and me, I'm like eight, have had to jimmy the door open, which he used to be a police officer. Yeah. He's not worried about that. She's worried about being exposed though, because by now people are wanting to help, <laughs> oh. which is actually not what you want. That's a curse. Un- help would be to completely ignore anything that's happening, or to shoot you, shoot you dead. Literally, just <laughs> le- actually leave me here. That's leave fine. Let the earth swallow me up. Put and me out of me. my misery. <laughs> so she doesn't want to be seen, so we've jimmied the door open, but under no circumstances are we allowed to just open it and go and refer out. Which would be the fastest solution for it everyone. It would. It would. So what granddad's had to do, <laughs> what granddad's had to do is get his belt, feed it through the door. As a lifeline. So that she can hoist herself up. No. Out of the loo. No. I have such a clear memory of this. This is giving me such, um, what's that movie? Uh, Princess Bride vibes where they go through into the lightning sand. Yes, that yeah. was. I've actually been in quicksand as well, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> because what happened? This is really briefly. Uh, what happened to me was I was just on the farm. We have a creek that runs through the farm, a permanent flowing creek. Yeah, uh, it's it's deep creek. Yes, I know it. Yeah, flows into the Shoalhaven or feeds from the Shoalhaven. Anyway, I'm walking along it. I watch two dogs walk across this patch of sand. Mm-hmm. So I watch Scruffy, approximately five kilos. Yep. Jack Russell Terrier Cross looks like Yoda. She trots across. She fine. really did. She did. Then I see Kelly the Kelpie. Yes. Approximately 14, 17 kilos, depending what season you caught her in. Depending on if she's had a gone to the toilet for the day. Yeah. She's gone across. No wackers. Not a problem. No wacken furries, as they used to say back in Braidwood. Yeah, I can't actually ever say that right, so I don't <laughs> <laughs> It's too risky. It's too risky. So I watch them both go across. I go to walk across. I, I swear to you, and this was not just quicksand, this was the flash sand, because yeah. I took one st- one foot in, put my weight on that foot, up to my neck. Just swallowed. You could have been killed. Just swallowed. 
Holy, my dad had to help me out. Holy, oh, your dad was around? Yeah, he'd walked a different route. You are so lucky that <laughs> someone was there. You could have died. Immediately up to my neck. Wow, that's so frightening. That's like... Just, it swallowed me so fast. It's like falling in a silo. You know on movies how it's like slow and really sticky? Yeah. No. <laughs> Just... I think that the quicksand like at the beach tends to be like that. Yeah. Um, Cause it, it, it was yeah. kind of like a shore, I suppose for the Creek. There's yeah, lots of yeah. sand there. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. Two stories of being in oh, under whoa. less than ideal circumstances. <laughs> Would you rather be sucked into quicksand or a drop loo though? <laughs> quicksand. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no one would be covered in trucky turd. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Must you? Must you do that? <laughs> Yuck. It's actually just a Mrs. Mac that's gone straight through. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and some amphetamines. <laughs> yeah, just no dose. <laughs> to help it down. <sighs> anyway, hi, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the pod. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Hello. Um, this is the pod. This is the pod. I have actually two things to report on. One of them you were meant to be there for. It's true. I was meant to attend something and then couldn't. Yeah. Um, because I had the spicy cough. You did get the spicy cough. But, and not in a like fun, fun you way. You really got it. I really got it. Like yeah. I was. You were sick. I was very, very, very unwell. And uh, oh, Poppy's gone to bed on the couch. I actually didn't know when I when I pulled the pin on Mm-mm. going to this event you with you that I yet, had it. But you knew you were sick. I knew I was really sick. And I actually, I was so, I was sick enough that I was like, I can't give this to someone else. No, it's, it's actually too re- bad. It's too awful. Yeah. Because uh, it's not like me to miss out on something I want to go yeah. to. So what it was, was Dracula's Cabaret at the Canberra Theatre Centre. Amaze. I had found out, we'd sort of talked about going, but then I'd never bought the tickets. Yeah. And then I found out that I, they obviously needed to fill some seats for opening night, which mm-hmm. was a Thursday night. So they were yeah. doing, if you put in the code VAMP20, 20% off. Hot. So I did that, put in the code, mm-hmm. win, 20% off tickets, get good tickets, to be honest, nice tickets, on the edge of a row. Lovely. Lovely. And you were down. Called out of netball, ready to go. Yep. Came down with the flu. What What would I thought was the yeah, flu? Yeah, COVID. I was like... The COVID oh, flu. So unwell. Flovid. I don't Flo-vid. know. Flovid. Yeah, That's was, a different flu. Oh, it was hideous. <laughs> it was hideous. Uh, anyway, so I don't recommend um, the COVID um, that I got. It was yeah. very unpleasant. So, actually, this cabaret, there wasn't heaps. There were good posters for it. On the posters, it was very vampire-themed, as you'd expect Dracula's to be. Yeah, well, it's the namesake. And But there wasn't actually much on social media that gave you a sense of kind of what you were in for other than it's cabaret. So there's going to be kind of comedy, there's yeah. going to be tricks, there's going to be, I don't know, singing, there's going to be dancing, whatever yep. it might be, and it's going to be sexy. What you would expect from cabaret, yes. basically. Exactly what you would expect. Yeah. Now, on a scale of, like, nothing to... Like True Blood. True Blood. How vampiric would you expect Dracula's cabaret to be? I would expect a, a thread of vampire through every performance. Okay. This is this is the thing. And this is the review. So I took a different friend instead, which he was available and he really, you were like, yeah, take someone else. You know, the ticket's going to go to waste. Um, 
and he likes that kind of thing. We both love a bit of a campy vampy moment. Yeah. Like that's what we're there for. Camp, yes. Vamp, lacking. Distinctly lacking vamp. So Interesting. The code word was vamp 20. What was it? Vamp 20 was the vamp code. Vamp 20. Yeah. And all the advertising materials, they had like fangs and because we'd previously been to a themed strip show. Yes. You and I had been to the Empire Strips back. I wasn't expecting oh God, it to yeah. be that good. Like I wasn't expecting it to be equal to that. No, that one, that's international level. Yeah. Yeah. But I was expecting it to be quite vampire-y. Yes. I, I w- I, that's what I had expected. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it, but that was what I was anticipating. When you walked into the foyer, that was reinforced. Okay. That expectation. So in the foyer, there were cocktails that you could buy in blood bags. Ew. Which I, no, I liked, but I didn't buy one because they didn't tell you exactly what was in them and I was driving. That gives me serious true blood vibes. Yeah, it was true blood. I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was so cool. Uh, and then they had like statues of vampires you can have photos with. Hot. They had kind of um, vaudeville type dressed people going around, freaking you out, being scary. Nice. And then threatening to bite you. <laughs> and they had merch people who were also vampire slash sex themed. Um like in nipple tassels and corsets and stuff. Love, love. And they were selling a whole array of merch that was vampire themed. Yeah. But also sex themed, to be honest. Obsessed. So I end up, Jason, go, he wants to go into, the merch boy is being flirty. Okay. The merch boy is flirting with Jason. Making eyes. The merch girl is flirting with me. Come hither. Yeah. yeah. And I say to Jason, no, 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 because I, I will buy something. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have a Wookiee smut repeat. No, so I say out loud. I say out loud to the man flirting with Jason. I'm like, we can't come over because you look like a very good salesperson and I'm a very good mark. Now, maybe that's not what you should say. (laughs) It's so direct. I'm into it. I like it. Maybe you shouldn't straight up tell them you're like vulnerable to sales extortion (laughs) tactics. No, I'm, do you know what? Actually, I'm going to start doing that because I am. Okay. So (laughs) obviously we end up over there. I buy... Um, some light up devil antlers on a headband with a battery pack. Hot. Now they're only twelve ninety five. That's all right. You can use them for Halloween. Yeah, that's okay. They keep trying to upsell me. No. Nah. Like, in combination with the nipple tassels, <laughs> it's only this much. In combination with the Frankenstein's head beer mug, only this much. Where are you going to wear the nipple tassels? That's not going to go to waste. I know. And they were like, they looked like really good quality, but I'm not getting the wear out of them. Fair enough. Cost per wear high. <laughs> the girl is actually trying to demonstrate how to use them. And I'm like, I, that's not the problem. I, I know how to use them. That, the, the context in which I would use them is what I'm kind of lacking. Yeah. Yeah. Also, do they hurt when they come off? Anyway, I didn't ask her that. There's more. There's a few more questions we've got, questions. actually. They're also selling, which is one, one of the other few cheaper items, roses in red or black that are actually a G-banger rolled up as a rose. Really? On a stem. Tempted. That's quite, cl- that's quite clever, actually. I now, like it. the bloke salesperson knows... My friend's a little bit more tempted than me. <laughs> the bloke salesperson knows that this is going to be a drawback. He okay. goes... He's like, they're this much. I don't know. They were 15 bucks or something, 20 yeah. bucks. In red or black. He goes, they are one size fits all. Liar. Not a thing. Just not a thing. They're not. No. They're absolutely not. So I'm like, no, that's okay. Like, no, that's... It's fine. I, li- I mm. like the theory. My I friend has gone, bless, he's gone. They wouldn't stay like a rose, would they? Like they're only a rose once until you wear them. 
<laughs> I love that question for him. <laughs> like, I, if they reformed themselves into a rose when you washed them, absolutely I'm buying them. Oh, because they're magic then. Magic niggas. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I buy the antler. We go in. The opening number is like a musical number. It's very camp. It's very vampiric. Someone comes yep. out of a coffin. He's like, I'm Vlad the Impaler. Here's the story of my life. And here's my brother. And here's how many people he's Is killed. Is he an Impaler in a sexual way? Or... Oh, probably. I hadn't yep. thought about that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> my first instinct. <laughs> and he's kind of like, they're the MCs. Okay. So they're going to anchor everything the whole show. Fun, fun. So there's like a skinny, long-haired one. And then a kind of like voluptuous man with a beard. Gorge. Beard right for the glittering. Like, that's the vibe he's putting out. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Very pretty man. Both pretty men. Lovely. Probably a job requirement. Anyway, so that's very vampire. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was it. No more vampires. Not a single reference to vampires ever again, except the names Vlad and whatever the other guy's name was. Interesting. Unexpected. So then we had good acts. But completely incongruous. Like they didn't even try and there was not a, no one got bitten. There were no stakes. There was not a single fang. There was no fake blood. There was no like overtly sexual. There wasn't Somebody a bat. getting their blood drained no. like from the audience. No, there wasn't a bat. There wasn't uh you know what they could have done? I had Swoop this, someone in from the ceiling. I, they could have done, because you can use kind of current pop music and just give it a vampire twist, right? Yeah, yeah of course. There's like a lot of numbers you could have done. It's called parody. Mm. Um, I thought they even could have done a Backstreet Boys, like, I'm a sexual, yeah. Because have you seen the music video for that? Oh, uh, I'd know it if I saw it. So yeah. in the music video for that, for some unknown reason, they are like a basketball team that gets stranded near a freaky castle. And when they go into the freaky castle, it's full of vampires yeah. and ghouls yeah. and like zombies and things. Yeah, I know it. And they're all, all the women are like either sexy vamps or in kind of renaissance dress. And then they're all, Hot. this is like the vampire move that they're doing. I know, we, we nearly had another mimosident. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Moving along. Like they could have done that yeah. easily. There's loads of songs that they could would have sort of connotations that they could use. No. Nah. As if like you can't just use a Nick Cave song and do something super sexy. I know. Sexy. I know. Uh, Opportunities are missed so they, on this. So they were sexy. They were also funny. But there's okay. nothing vampiric. I need to check. Is it a dinner and booze situation inside or is it just seated? It's just a show. Because the actual Dracula's Cabaret on the Sunshine, on the Gold Coast. Has the dinner, yeah. Has the hopeful experience, yeah. Yeah. which is apparently amazing. Yeah, we should go to that, I think. It's the only reason we either of us would ever go to the Gold Coast. Do you like, do you like haunted houses? Yeah, of course. I love there's them. There's a really good haunted house there. Have you heard my haunted house story? No. Oh, okay. I don't know if mom's going to be happy with this one. Um, just, we might need to be, what are you doing in the next school holidays? Obviously we're going to Queensland. We're going to have to go to the Gold Coast. We are. All right. All right. Sign us up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, so I went to visit a friend on the Gold Coast. We didn't go to Dracula's, but we went to a haunted house because there's only like $15 to go if you're under 16. It's like a five level haunted house. You're a teenager. Yeah. At this time. Yeah. Okay. Continue. I went to see Taylor. (laughs) Oh, yes. I remember. You used to go and visit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we, so we got a bus to, from the Gold Coast to Surface Paradise. Yep. Went to the haunted house. The haunted house sends you in like a certain number of groups, like certain person number. 
So because there was only two of us, we had to get put with like another four oh, people. Okay, sure. The other group, there was 14 of because it was a basketball team, American basketball team. Of course it was. Yeah. It sounds like the beginning of a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> it does. So they're like, would four of you eight foot young men, <laughs> they get put with us. Yep. And we go up first and then like their friends are behind. Mm-hmm. They were, it was actually a really scary haunted house. So there were, each floor was themed. They did tell you there was an emergency exit, but you honestly couldn't see it while you're in the room until you got to the stairs where you had to go down. Yeah. Okay. And then basically you could re-enter the next room or just go straight down. Okay. Yeah. The other group of that basketball team did the top layer and went straight to the bottom. They're like, no, we're out. The four with us appear pressured to stay because they're with us, right? And we keep going. Have to be strong for the teenage girls. So they basically theme the room. So one of them, the room was just pitch black. You couldn't see anything. You had to feel your way to the exit and then things would pop out or there'd be like gross textures. Uh, You literally couldn't see the person in front of you. No, don't like that. Another one, this was just a transition between rooms, was like Jaws themed. (laughs) Oh no, I hate sharks. I'm not kidding. This looked impossible. It shouldn't have been possible, right? But they had decoy things. You were like, oh, that's going to pop out. And as you're walking across this bridge to transition to the next room, a literal whole shark just mechanically comes out of the ground. It's so like, it was such a well done, scary haunted house. It was so, it was the best $15 I've ever spent in my whole life. (laughs) That is a big call. But then after we got out, we were like, oh, we'll just get some, it's dark at this point. Mm -hmm. We're like, we'll just get some food. We'll get the bus home. This man and with a, um, foreign accent i don't know why that's relevant either he comes up to us and he goes in kind of broken english do you want to come back to my hotel room i'm a photographer i'd like to use you as models and we're like literally in hoodies and denim shorts and runners (laughs) and like probably very obviously children and we're like no thank you we shouldn't have said this but this is what we said we were like no thank you we're only 14 oh (laughs) mistake he goes, oh, my bad, my bad. I thought you were 21. I thought you were 21. Lie detected. Then we notice him like following Lie us. Lie detected. He's following us around. But everywhere he turns up and refinds us, he calls another man. And that man ends up on the other side of us. Like no matter where we go. So we went into him. Like we were purposefully losing them. Going into a mall, he would find us, call the other one. And we were like, we had to go not very far to get the bus, but down a dark, just like kind of mm. suburban street, a back street through a car park and we were like that's not sensible we ended up this is not a lie we ended up having to go to like a bouncer who's kind of at the bottom of the equivalent of kind of a uni pub so a pub that becomes a club yeah yeah and being like we went to the police they didn't care what they didn't they were like there's nothing we can do you're on the gold coast my meter maid would have helped you <laughs> so this bouncer is like oh, it's like dead here i'll just walk you to the bus thank god and they followed Yuck, that's big ick. That's worse than the haunted house. Yeah. Like by millions. As soon as we were on the bus, it was fine. Um, as soon as they saw us with that bloke, but they still followed. Yuck. How yuck? That's so like, I think we actually could have been trafficked. Oh, I told you. <gasps> oh. But yeah, the police were like, oh, like we can. That is unbelievable. We can like tell them to cut it out. What? 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 And it was mm. early. It was like dark but seven o'clock at night, you know? Yeah, but still a police officer and two 14-year-old kids. They should have been taking you to the bus. Like. Alternatively home. Or home. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's my quick brief story. 
Christ. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to di- digest that. <laughs> that's giving me big ick. Yuck. Big ick. Blah. So anyway, Dracula's not very Dracula themed. The best act. So, okay. okay. The most talent, mm-hmm. the best act in terms of talent was a man and a woman who were doing the acrobatics and they did the silks. And amazing. what was amazing about this was he was huge. Yeah. She was tiny and ripped. And when you, you know how you get used to the pattern, the kind of rhythm of these things and the yeah. narrative and how they go. When you thought he was about to carry all of her weight, mm-hmm. he dropped so that she was carrying his entire weight on her feet and then her neck. Whoa. So they're spinning on the silks and yeah. she's carrying all of him as he's spinning out. And I, like, it was the most astonishing thing that, I've ever seen. Yeah, that's cool. Because you were just so certain it was going to be him carrying her. Yeah, yeah. And she was so tiny. But tough. But me- yeah. like, so strong. They were amazing. We didn't realize this at the time, but the friend I took... Mm. When we sat down, he was like, I'm just going to go on, the, I'm just going to go on the apps because it updates based on your location. Yes. So he was like, maybe there'll be new people that I hadn't seen, you know, haven't seen when I'm at work, whatever, in my Lovely. home suburb. Yeah. Opens it up. And there's one that he had been talking to earlier who is now like, oh, you're nice and close. <laughs> we don't realize till we get home to my house. It was the acrobat. It was the man. Yeah. Wow. The whole, they, it was like messaging from backstage in between his acts. Amazing. I know. And he was really good. Yeah. Oh. So we had a brush, I'm, I'm brush hoping, with fame. Oh, was it a missed opportunity? Well, they were looking for different things. I think. Okay, all right. Because well, he was enough. he was just in town for the show. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, but we did get we were like you were the highlight. Oh yeah, well you've got it credit where it's due. Then we saw a puppet. They did a puppet version of. Why are we cursed with puppets following us around? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really good. It was hilarious, but it was very weird. Okay. They did a puppet version of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's cool. It was really That's cool. That's got potential. But it had nothing to do with vampires. And then they finished on Thunderstruck. By Akadaka. Yeah. Why? I've got a lot of questions about so, this. So, no, we just walked out like minimal vampires. And confused. But everything was so themed. All of the merch, all of the advertising, all of the like shirts, even the kind of stage hands, all of that was themed. Hmm. But only one number in the whole show was vampire themed. Interesting. So it should have just been cabaret. Yeah, because that's just what it is. Yeah, like it, the theming was it. Is it being Dracula's cabaret? Is it just that Dracula or Vlad the Impaler is just the leader of the cabaret? But but it's... he didn't even remain in like a Vlad character. Oh, that's not. I'm not yeah. into that. Like after the first number, <clears throat> their names were Vlad and whatever, but they had no vampire character. Weird, because when we went and saw um, the Empire Strips back, which shout out to them, it was amazing, incredible, so good, so good. Um, the kind of host mm. was just like a total vibe the entire time, and always in character. Because the whole like it was, he was in such good character, and he changed yeah. characters yeah. halfway, which was actually quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so good. So the host of this was a young fella. And he was a really good MC and he was a really good comedian. Okay. He was really funny, but it was really incongruous with the vibe. Like it didn't, nothing, none of it. None of it tied together. There was no narrative. There was kind of, yeah, it was really odd in that sense. So it was a good show, but you know, I don't think it'll be that. Oh, I have one more thing to say about the G bangers. Okay. Yeah. So the crowd, firstly, I'm sick of crowds at burlesque being too polite. I think that I think that's a region thing because when we go to these shows, we're in the Canberra region. Yeah, 
And I think they're just being a little bit too... They're too coy. Too coy. Because what you're meant to do is you're meant to like earn the pieces of clothing coming off by screaming appreciation. Exactly. You should be hoarse at the end. And the people of Canberra are not hoarse. People of Canberra are like... Yeah. And it makes me feel... Do you know what breaks my heart? It's uncomfortable. It breaks my heart when a performer has to do the gesture. The scream oh, gesture. The yeah, like gesture. Bring, us, bring it on. Bring it on. Do more. Do more yeah. like raunchy they have to do the like did excitement. you like that or not like it's it's pass out but it's fair enough is the like like i've just done something for you no i'm with you on this you, like that breaks my absolute heart it's very upsetting uh the final thing about the crowd is there's a little bit of audience interaction which at a cabaret i do not mind i had a bit of a panic because at one moment they you thought it was you no they chose they were choosing a man from the audience and they chose someone i was like i don't know if that person's a man Oh, I see. Anyway. I think, I, yep. <laughs> who knows? Because they had a name where you couldn't tell. Yep. Uh, anyway. Not our business. No, no. That's just something to maybe think on for future audience interactions. I think but, so too. Yeah. Just a, an individual. Yes. Because the jokes then relied on them having man parts as well. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's an oversight. So that's, yeah. Yeah. Mm, unless mm. they queued it up earlier, which sometimes they do for audience participation. Sometimes they do. For but consent reasons. No guarantees. Because sometimes there's a VIP. Sometimes what happens is they sell the first couple of rows as VIP rows, hmm. seat them first, do a meet and greet. Mm-hmm. And as part of the meet and greet, this happened with the magicians. As part of a meet and greet, they do the, I'm going to choose you at random for audience participation. That's how Deb got on the stage. And this is smashed. what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay with that? Yep. And so they do the consent that way. Um, so I don't, maybe they'd done that. Probably. Possibly. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they did then strap them to a chair. So maybe they did that. Um, <laughs> in part of the audience participation, they were just doing like, um, give us a shout if you're here and you're a couple. Mm-hmm. Yay. Give us a shout if you're here and you're single. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, some joke about, well, there's less of them, but they're much chirpier. Um, mm. Anyway, there's a girl in front of us. There's a few of them. And I'm like. Are they a squad? You know that game? No, you know that game where you're like dad or boyfriend? Oh, one of my favorites. So I've seen this girl and I've said to my friend, I'm like, is that a dad or is that a boyfriend? Like, I, mm-hmm, is, And is mm-hmm. that an older dad or a boyfriend? Like, I can't tell. Couldn't tell from their manner. And then we were like, no, it must be a boyfriend because he, she's carrying the G-string. He's bought her the G-string. And she's like thrilled about it and they're talking about it. When they go, is anyone here single? She's up. Interesting. It's her dad. Oh, yeah. Surely. Surely not. Ew. I don't know. I call shenanigans. Look, no, no shame on age gaps at all. Um, if they are one hundred percent consensual, but if you're there, shame on a family G banger. Yeah, fa- shame on a family G banger. A family G banger is a no from us. Uh, it's weird. Particularly a themed that. one. Yeah, if it's in, if you're buying a and it's rose shaped. Yeah, it's rose shaped. You're at a cabaret event with your dad. I would say if you're no. buying like mm. a functional G banger that serves a purpose, different. Even then, I think that that's... I suppose this one has a function. I think that's not something you do with your parents. No. Anyway, so <laughs> we'll never... If that is the case. We will never know. Yeah, we won't, but... That's my will, report on the cabaret for you. We will wonder. Thank you for reporting back. You're so welcome. I've been really curious to know what happened because I, I wasn't able to attend. Oh my God, the mimosa situation <laughs> is I'll too drain risky. Yeah, just sort that out for me. 
Um, I've got something that I want you to report back on to me. Okay. Um, because we talked a lot about um, adjusting our vibes recently. And I suggested to you that perhaps to fix your vibe, all you need is a hoop earring. I was having some off vibes. Yeah. I was having some off vibes. You suggested I bring back a hoop earring. Yeah, I did. I have The bigger the better. I have taken on board that suggestion, but okay. I haven't been able to find any I like. So uh, part of my sleuthing on the internet, I've actually been looking out for some nice hoop earrings for you with a little moonstone no, on No, you have I have, I have. Have you found any? I have found a few. Okay, okay. I'm actually going to show you one. Because I think that's probably what I have to do is get on Etsy. Yeah, yeah. So I've been on the internet looking for them. Oh, are they, is it these ones? I don't know. Tell me what you think. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. That's a full vibe. That was a potential birthday present for that's you. That's a full vibe. Except that I already was committed to the soda You stream. had committed to the soda stream, which I love. <laughs> I'm thrilled about. Yeah, so I actually do, I need to purchase them, wear them, and then see if that somehow improves my vibes. I suspect it will. Because I need less shenanigans in my day today. Oh, absolutely. And because I know we've talked recently, I don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast so much, but you and I have been talking at length daily about the universe um, sending us some trick shots. Absolutely. And not in a good way. <laughs> no. Um, and and just on that, um, I'm wondering if you, would you like to share a short tale of you being an almost victim of crime involving a handbag or I not. actually don't think I have time for that. That's okay. That's because right. what I do want to share. Okay. And I don't know what else you've got planned. Nothing really. Okay. What I do want to share is that same week, because this was the plan. We were mm-hmm. going to the cabaret on the Thursday night. Mm. Now, I've done something on the Tuesday night, not told you about it. And then the plan was we would mm. do the recording. We'd be sitting down. We'd go, hey, on Thursday, just gone. Yeah. We went to the cabaret. And then I would say this to you. Do you know that that is actually the second time I was at the theater that week? You've been to the secret theater before. I've been to the secret theater on a Tuesday. <sighs> I've done a Tuesday theater. I've taken myself on an introvert date. Which I love for you. Take myself on an introvert date on a Tuesday night on a whim. Mm-hmm. I've made the decision on a Monday night. On a Tuesday night, I've taken myself three course meal. Gorge. Three course meal in an Italian restaurant. Too much food. Doesn't matter. It's all right. Whatever. It's Tuesday. I've got the whole week to digest it <laughs> before I need to do activities. Um, <laughs> three course meal. I've gone to see the comedian Sarah Pascoe. Stop it. I was going to go to that. <laughs> tell me. Oh, tell me it was good. I bet it was good. Okay. It was so good. I really yeah. enjoyed her. She was very... I really liked the setup of the whole show. So the point of yeah. the whole show was that she was talking about being almost successful. Like successful adjacent. And she was saying the reasons why she finds herself successful adjacent is because every time she thinks, oh, I've made it, something happens that makes her realize she's just Maybe not, not made it. <laughs> so she'll like get popped, but only because she was standing next to Kate Hudson or something oh, like that. Yeah, fair. Um, and so she told this story, which I just thought was an excellent story. So I'm basically going to rip it off by repeating it. Yep. Okay. That's, that's right. Full credit to Sarah <clears throat> Pascoe. So she told this story about uh, being invited... And she thought she'd made it. Being invited to do half an hour of comedy stand-up at Hugh Grant's birthday party. Oh, that's an honor. Okay. Then they said, you're the 20th comedian we've asked. (laughs) And they said, we're paying in cash, like 600 pounds or whatever, in an envelope. And she was thinking, well, 
you know what? I'm successful, but I'm not successful enough to snuff at a ca- an envelope full of cash for a half hour's work. Ditto. So she said she went. <laughs> she went. And they said it's themed where his friends, every year we throw him a birthday party. He doesn't know what the theme is. Yeah, that's fun. And theme. every year we theme it something that he would hate. <laughs> <laughs> and this year's theme is feminists. Stop it. <laughs> oh my. So she said she went and she did half an hour of material about women. And he, they had sat him down in a chair and told him a stripper was coming in. No. And then she had to walk in and do a half hour stand up. She said everyone was laughing, but only at the concept of him having to be polite about, <laughs> about the stand up. So then anyway, she said it was fine. She actually had a good time. <laughs> then she said the next year she thought she'd made it because she was invited to Hugh Grant's birthday again, but as a guest. Okay. So she thought, oh, I've impressed them. They thought I was a good time. Like I must've brought the energy. And the same friends went, we won't, we're not actually telling anyone the theme until they get to the door on arrival. Like you don't have to dress fancy or anything. Yeah. She said she turned up and they opened the door and they said, surprise, the theme is people who thinks are mad. (laughs) (laughs) So I She's been done dirty. (laughs) (laughs) She said it was a great time, but I have this for you. If you, if you were going to throw a party for me and you had to theme it something that I hated, I was wondering what you would theme it. Um, Oh, okay. I think that if I had to throw a party for you that you would absolutely detest, uh, it would involve nonstop activities that were poorly organized um, with nobody leading the charge at all. It was all just like a mystery adventure. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It reminds me. So I thought of uh, two for you. <laughs> one of them, I can't really explain where it comes from, but I just think you'd hate it. The first one, it would just be surprise themed. Just everything would be a surprise constantly. There's a backstory to this. Yes. Your 21st birthday. Yep. was Harry Potter themed. It was. And it was a surprise. It was. And it was elaborate to the point of... Like there was a ruse to get you out of the house. I was there for the setup. No one was taking any direction. Do you know, I truly, and I really didn't know about it. Your brother. It's like a week after my birthday. Would not come out and help with anything because Mm. he had to prepare his costume, which meant like put some fake blood on his ear and a bandage around his head. Oh yeah. Because he came as Fred Weasley. Yeah. After the incident. Yep. Um, Everyone had to move their cars around the backside of the house so that it wasn't suspicious. I, I was stressed. I was stressed the whole time in the lead up to you arriving because there was, and someone was meant to kind of go, Oh, we're on our way, you know, like ETA 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. We get that notification. Nobody's frigging hiding. And there's no plan for what are we saying when he arrives? So there was literally like maybe a hundred people. They do kind of hide. You come in the door and everyone just is like in a very scattershot, weird way. Like, surprise happy birthday and i'm just at the top of the stairs having an absolute you panic actually attack. turn red and go into your room i just went upstairs you actually just left <laughs> you actually just left <laughs> and then had to be de-escalated oh yeah before you could enjoy the party yeah so i think it would be a surprise theme the other theme <laughs> the other theme that i thought of 
and I can't really explain this one, is that it would just be Facebook Marketplace themed. I think I'd be into that, actually. No, it would be like the cooked people. Like the people that can't. Oh, you, you the people you're inviting are the freaks from Facebook Marketplace. And they can't, like they can't communicate and they can't, they want too much money for a stupid thing. But the whole time they're trying to flog their wares at the party. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and they're trying to, they're trying to sell stuff and they're like getting aggro about it because you don't appreciate it or they're like <laughs> next in line, but they're not. And so everything's a negotiation. Or they promise me an object and then they sell it to someone yeah, else. I just, and they just, and they refer to their hubby as just hubby. <laughs> So I, I think that is something that I would do for you. I was wondering if Oof. you were maybe going to say you would throw a party for me, but everyone's really late. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good one. Um, I think another good one for you that you would absolutely despise would be um, like, I just invite like, right-wing dickhead bros <laughs> it's a young liberal sorry it's yeah. a young libs party yeah. yeah basically it's it's everyone <laughs> is in boat shoes and salmon shorts <laughs> make it stop make it make it make sense <laughs> uh, yeah no that's it that's a total okay so it's mine that. but all of the food is bogan <laughs> no do you know what this, this is a double banger because um that one gets you and your mum Oh, it gets us both. It gets She's you both. actually not coping. Your mum just having some She's kind of... She's incapable of a casual... Internal, theme. like, ca- catastrophic cascade yeah. about, like, the French onion dip. Yeah. Speaking of my mum, what's the time? Uh, oh, nearly time. Okay. We should probably wrap up. How much have we got down? I've uh, got 37 minutes. I think that's a, ni- that's a nice briefie. It is a nice short one. Um, oh, I just want to do... A- some yes. quick shout outs. Yes. Doing some shout outs. I want to do shout outs and appreciation. Do we have any apologies? Um, I'm owed an apology from my boss who, this is just like the too long didn't read version of this. I okay. thought I'd lost my bag at the end of a work day. I had not lost my bag. I went up to where I thought I'd left it, which was in the staff room, the faculty room where bags are kept. Yes. It wasn't there. I searched the whole school. I'm like, I live at the school now. It has everything in it. It has my keys. It has my wallet. It has my phone. Everything in it. The whole life's in that tote bag. I can't get home to my dog. Like, someone's going to have to drive me home and we're going to have to lure her out the dog door and then they're going to have to drive me to a hotel. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I'm panicked. Everyone has shut up shop and left. He has taken my bag out of the faculty room and taken it to the front desk as lost property. Because he thought some other woman who had been in the staff room for a short period of time had left it behind. And instead of doing the human thing of looking in the bag at the wallet that is in there. For some identification. Or the journal that is in there with my name on it. Or the whiteboard markers that are in there that would indicate that it belonged to a teacher. Yes. He's just dumped it at the front office. To the point that (laughs) when I go to collect it, I'm like, have you seen a leopard print tote bag? They say, yes, but it isn't yours. What? I'm like, I think it is. And they're like, no, Toby brought it here from the English faculty. (laughs) It belongs to some woman. It's not. And I was like, I think I'm the woman. Can I please see it? And it was mine. Thank goodness. So I'm owed an apology, but I don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) When you regaled me with this tale, I was fuming. But I could not stop laughing. I was howling about it. Um, I don't have any apologies, I don't think, but I do have, I've got a couple of shout outs. Lovely. One is, um, to Rhiannon 
B. We love. We love Rhiannon. Rhiannon occasionally, we actually know Rhiannon from our past life. A long time. A long time ago. She is love a total queen. Time. I want to give her um, a quick shout out for winning um, some amazing awards and her work in architecture so and, um, you know, in, in working in that space. Amazing. Um, and she occasionally gives us some feedback, which is so welcome so and welcome. so appreciated. Keep it, coming. Keep it coming. We've also decided that Rhiannon, if you're open to this, Rhiannon. Oh, we'd love to have you on. We'd lo- Well, we'd love to have you on. We also wouldn't mind you performing some character assessments uh, about potential potential people we might let into our lives. Oh, we just think you'd be a really good power of veto. For oh, yeah. Dating. Yeah. So we had this. We convers- can't explain why that is, but <laughs> we, had- we just think that's true. <laughs> we had a conversation and we basically said, we just think Rhiannon has just got some kind of magic powers about character assessment. She's just, I think she's got a good read. I think so. Love things. So, um, Rhiannon, if you're open, uh, let us know. Um, we'll send you through some of Tom's Bumble options. <laughs> <laughs> I also have got some shout outs to some fans. Oh. Um, so, I just want to get this right. Let me just open it and have a look. Okay. Well, I have an in the meantime shout out to a Jess H, who I used to work with and love dearly, mm. who once said of Tom that everyone should be assigned a Tom at birth. She did say that. I and know. I appreciate that assessment. Um, so, we love to hear from, we loved to hear from her and her feedback that she's been listening, which was, I didn't know. Um, uh, can we share what her feedback was? Yeah, I think so. It was, she said it was listening to us talk about nonsense to jabber on about nonsense is deeply soul affirming. That is soul affirming to us, which is what we're putting on the book. Obviously, obviously. soul affirming nonsense. Duh. Duh. What else would we say? Um, I would like to give some shout outs to our fans around the world. Oh, let's go. Um, so if you are one of our fans who is listening from the U S um, so in Ashburn in Virginia, Ooh. uh, we want to get in touch with us on the Instagram. Uh, if you're not f- freaky, um, <laughs> <laughs> or if you're like the, the fun kind of freaky, if you're the fun kind of freaky and you think we'll appreciate Are you, you good freaky, get in touch with us on the Instagram where report underscore back underscore podcast. Are we lovely? I think so. Um, I thought we would just report underscore back. No, I think it says podcast okay, as well. Um, and there's also, we've got a few listeners in Granger. I'm not sure where that is. It's in the US. Okay. Uh, we've got some listeners in Melbourne and some in Perth. So thank you for listening to us. Um, we've got I, some listeners. I've got family in both those places, but I haven't heard that they listen. Oh, I don't know. We've got some listeners in Guatemala, but I actually know who that is. It's a friend oh, of mine. Um, who was traveling there at the time. Um, uh, and we also, we've got some, we've got some big fans in Brussels. in Belgium. <laughs> Have we? we do and Yay. Singapore interestingly oh, so thank if, you so much if you're our fans in Singapore and or Brussels uh get in touch with us on the Instagram and let us know I don't know tell us something fun about you and we'll give you another shout out <laughs> <laughs> tell us if you're fun freaky uh and if you're the two people from the Russian Federation I hope things are going well there oh maybe <laughs> yeah tough times yeah uh okay um, I thank you. Thank you. I better be off to have my birthday dinner with my you, mama. You've got, a, you've got things to do, places I do. to go, people to see. Food to eat. All that. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, this has been Report Back. It has. And next time we'll be reporting on who knows what. But it'll probably be June. So we'll have the SADs. Commiserate we'll, with us. Oh, we'll boy. report on managing the SADs. We will. Because do you know what? I don't know two people who are probably more equipped to offer support and advice. No. Clinically, you need to get your sunshine. Damn straight. All right. All right. Bye, friends. Ta-ta.